Welcome to the Florida Versus Podcast. You know, I got one for you. Holy cow! You're only in one place at a time, but if you're listening to this podcast, you are wherever you are, and you are also in Florida. And today, you'll also be, for a moment, in the capital of California, Sacramento. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Florida Versus. This is another Friday episode. I'm your host today and every day, Peter Murphy. I am joined today by the fabulous, the lovely, the funny, the funny, the funny, Amanda Fritz. She's a beer snob. She's a she's a, a party animal. She's a lot of fun from NorCal. I know you're going to enjoy the trip up to Sacramento with her. Uh, that's fun. Uh, just on the other side of this break. But before then... If you're listening to this on the day, tomorrow, September 25th, I'll be performing at Third Wheel Hollywood with Amanda, in fact, which is exciting. She's on the bill as well. And other shows coming up soon. I'll be in Nashville next week. And then, then you know, then we're going to just charge through the rest of this year. Then it's Halloween. Not, not much is getting done in November. And then December, it's a wash, man. December should just be... Coming out of the pandemic, we should just have... Like a... Like a... Like a, a purge. But instead of, you know, being able to kill people or get away with crimes, it should just be back to the pandemic. A month of, like, pandemic remembrance. You know? And honestly... And, you know... What's happening in December? Let's let's add a couple more holidays. Let's move. You know what do we have? Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas. We could throw a couple more in there. We could move 9/11 to to December just to celebrate it there. Then maybe have like a, a winter barbecue. That's always fun for the states that allow that. What else? We could you know we could have a second flag day. A state flag day. Boom. That's a three-day weekend right there. All I'm saying is no work should be done in December. Let's charge back up. Let's get ready for January. Where we are today, it's September 24th. Charge yourself up. Listen to this episode of Florida Versus on the other side of the break with Amanda Fritz. Do-do-do-do-do. Ad time. Oh, man. Another ad. Well, don't worry. This one will make you hungry. Margarita, pepperoni playboy, guilty party, good thing, dreams tonight, beyond love, smoke signals, neon moon, Springsteen, talking backwards, crude copy, breakneck speed. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you haven't had one of Lucky Nick's Pizza's sourdough Neapolitan pizza pies straight from their wood fire oven. And you are missing out. Go ahead and follow Lucky Nick's Pizza on Instagram. That's at L-U-C-K-Y-N-I-C-K-S-P-I-Z-Z-A. For the latest updates about their weekly mobile pop-ups in the SoCal region. It's Lucky Nick's Pizza. Nice little pizza, huh? 
Okay, whoa, 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 what's the holdup? It's ad time. Oh, yeah. It's ad time. And let the good time roll. You know, since 2015, totally good time has been making pop culture street style inspired by the 90s, 2000s, and niche entertainment favorites. Well, what do they got? Uh, how about bringing on Toro Sweatsuit? Check. Empire Records staff tee for Rex Manning Day? Check. New Girl True American Hoodie that features the design as the gameplay? One, two, three, four, check. Now go ahead and check out all of the original pop culture goods over at totallygoodtime.com. That's totallygoodtime.com. And use code FLORIDAVERSUS15 for 15% off your order today. That's code F-L-O-R-I-D-A-V-S-1-5 for 15% off your order today. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Ad time. Amanda Fritz. Amanda Fritz. She had a burrito and it gave her the guacamole. <laughs> Guacamole's extra, but not here on Florida versus today. Coming out of the capital city of mm. Sacramento, California. Mm. The funny, mm. the talented, mm. the hair colored, mm. the eccentric. Yes. The producing, the joke telling, extraordinary person. Please mm. welcome the one and only Amanda mm. Fritz. It's me. Thank you. It's Amanda Fritz finally on the podcast coming out of Sacramento, CA. Amanda, how are you doing today? I am doing super great today. I thought it was Friday uh, for the first part of the day. So other than that, doing really well. Oh, wow. We're... <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, I mean, when this podcast, when the episode comes out, it'll be a Friday. However, when you discovered it wasn't Friday, was that a good thing or a bad thing for you? Uh, it was a good thing. I... Oh. I, it was a good thing because I have a really, really busy day on Friday. I have like CPR class and oh. then I have a bunch of meetings and then work. So then I found out it was Thursday and I was like, oh, I actually get to go to sleep for another hour. So it was pretty nice. <laughs> oh, nice. That extra hour. You, you can do anything you want with it. Um, oh. All right. Before we get into hours of the day, uh, which is that's what people tune in for. They're like, what hour is it? It's like, when did you wake up? <laughs> when did you actually get out of bed? This is like weather you- on the ones. Yeah, it's a bit overcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before we get into that, we love to do plugs up top, plugs up top. So Amanda Fritz, uh, what could you tell our listeners uh, to check out? What corners of the internet should they uh, take a look at? Or uh, would you like to plug any projects or any upcoming shows? Yes. So on the 25th, uh, there's this really strange guy that invited me to do his show. Um, it's at the third wheel. Uh, you should right. definitely come check it out. You may have heard of him. Uh, I heard he sucks. Yeah, he's weird, honestly. <laughs> I normally don't work with people that are from Florida, but he seemed really nice. Uh, <laughs> okay, you got my uh, show on the 25th. Uh, then what, yes. what, else, what else is going on? I got Welcome to Pluto on the 30th. 
uh, which I'm really excited for. I'm a big fan of uh, Matt who puts it on. Uh, let's see. I also uh, am producing, writing, directing, starring, you know, that whole shebang. Oh, yeah. Uh, in a digital sketch comedy series called Second String Comedy. Ooh. We premiered conveniently right before the pandemic. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's the big reunion happening. So we're going to be dropping uh, a bunch of new sketches in October. Nice. And also Ooh. in October, we're finalizing the lineup right now, but I do believe Witty Titties will be having its second big show. Nice. All right. Well, let's go over these five plugs. I love it. Um, that ties the record for most plugs, uh, yes! which, is, which is a good thing. Uh, let's go over these one at a time. Thank you so much for doing my show. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, that's If you're listening to this on the day it's come out, that's tomorrow. So grab your tickets now. Yes. Um, you, it's already you, sold out. You're too I mean, late. Yes, too late. <laughs> Just show up and, and pray that we, we let you in. Uh, <laughs> how, uh, how, how do you, so what's interesting, I don't think, have you been to this venue yet, Third Wheel or no? I have not been to Third Wheel. I'm really trying to catch, they do like a midnight open mic. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard it's super bomb. So I'm trying to go before the show so I can get the lay of the land. What, so what makes, for you, what makes a good comedy venue and like a stage and area? Because I always interact differently with like a place when I first get there. What, what, what's your process? Because you're a stand-up. Yeah, I mean, for like what I look for in a mic or like a show venue. Like the venue, like the physical space. Oh, I mean... Obviously lighting. Right. Gotta see you. Uh, I gotta see you. Uh, I think I think that the physical venue is going to affect the vibe. Oh. And is the vibe attentive? Like I've done shows in venues that were really beautiful, but everyone's talking in on their phones. Mm. So it's sort of like, a, hey, we came here because we know we want to laugh and have a show. Also, like, are there good snacks? That's a really big Ooh. one. Okay. It's a snack thing. Is the vibe good? Is it a, a attentive yeah. space? And are there good good snacks? I like I like a so where in in where you want to be seen, I want to be heard. So I, I like a good you know uh, audio system. Yes. Yeah. Do they play music between comics? Because some oh. places don't do that. Oh my goodness! How how dare they? Uh, how did they do it in early days when before music? live bands maybe crickets Ma imagine booking that i also like a low ceiling you know what i mean a low ceiling. oh why is that i think the sound travels better and i fe feel more in tune um the acoustics uh, the acoustics just... yeah the acoustics okay like uh that. and then you've got this welcome to pluto show that's on the 30th and then okay second string comedy uh sketches coming out in october so you you this group was formed just before the pandemic or what happened just before the pandemic uh this group was formed in october 2019 wow. and yeah and it's a couple of friends and we decided we're going to commit to this thing mm -hmm. we're having meetings every week we're filming every week and we're all just making these sketches. And then we finally started releasing, I think in November, December of 2019. And so things were going great. And then the pandemic happened 
and we couldn't meet anymore. Mm. But but we had already filmed this whole backlog of sketches. So then we were like, okay, we don't know how long this is gonna go. In March, we're like, two weeks, whatever. Like <laughs> two weeks to month. slow the spread. Yeah. Yes. We were like, oh, March, whatever, we'll be fine. And then all throughout March, all throughout April, all throughout May, we're releasing this backlog of sketches. Mm. And so I think we get to like our second to last sketch. And I was like, I don't think this is going to be over anytime soon, you guys. So it was, it was so crazy. Cause we had this delusion of like, yeah, I'll see you guys in a few weeks. I'll see you guys in a few weeks. We'll get together. We were having Zoom meetings. Yeah. We were trying to record things on Zoom. We were still sending each other <laughs> scripts. Like we were so adamant that like, no, we're going to be together in May. Okay. July. Okay. September. Okay. Like oh, what a crazy time period, especially for doing any sort of group project or, you know, relying on anybody, you know? I mean, I was editing all of these things that we had already filmed. Mm. And for the first three months of the pandemic, you know, I lost my job. I'm completely isolated. Really. It was second string in editing these episodes that, kept me going and gave me this great purpose and this drive. Wow. And so it was, it was really nuts. It was like this thing that really helped me get through it. And so now, you know, we're all vaccinated. We're going back to work. A couple people like left the state have come back. And so it's like, we're like, should we do this? Like, should we get together again? Like, are we going to cause another pandemic? Should we risk it? (laughs) (laughs) It was the talent of you few that uh caused yeah the pandemic to happen and to begin with also were you guys doing zoom sketches because nbc did a whole tv show called connecting that was just all over zoom which is oof. we did one zoom sketch Mm. and then it was awful. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Cause like one person's connection was bad and we just oh, hated right. it. We're such, we're such, I think it's just some things that are hard to do over zoom. Did you do a lot of zoom comedy over the pandemic? No, you know why is because I just, I, I was so against it. I was like, I don't want to be good at this. This sucks. Yeah. This is, this is like another step in the wrong direction for what's supposed to be live comedy yeah and now now there has to be this other caveat of like oh well, i'm doing a live show it's like oh is it on zoom it's like a live in-person show yeah come out a know, physical yes and there are people now that are you know obviously have adapted and changed to this where i know people now that don't leave their house at all for anything uh and you know that what plays into that partly their fear of catching the Delta variant or whatever variants out there, but also, yeah. but also that's what they've become accustomed to. And, you know, how long does yeah. it take to form a habit? Like de- it definitely takes 18 months. You know, if you've been inside this whole time to say, oh, all yeah. right, this is all I want, you know, that's, and now movies are uh, coming to your, you know, n- new movies are coming right to your TV and um, yes, it's crazy, but you had to adapt. You had to adapt, you know, to continue the sketch team. Isn't it, isn't it weird? Like sometimes how, you know, when you're doing a project, you have to kind of adapt to, I don't know, certain circumstances, like lighting, location, you know, people's tempers and stuff like that. Like, 
Oh yeah. Especially because I had only worked with one of these people before. Oh really? And so we put together this like theoretical group of superstars where everyone did multiple jobs. And that was the whole thing is like, you had to be a writer an actor and a producer to be considered for the team. Yeah. And so I was working with egos. I was working right. with time constraints. I was working with all these super talented people that I'd never worked with before, not mm -hmm. to mention scheduling six people in LA. Oof. Uh, so, which is why we filmed in bulk. So it was, it was crazy that we finally got into this groove and we were just uh uh getting it going and then it was like uh. jk lol and like we were still right <laughs> and we were still writing sketches and like i uh, there's such a backlog of like stuff that we wrote during the pandemic to where we're like well is this even going to be relevant next year <laughs> <laughs> did you guys form on your own or where did you form uh because you had taken a class together or did you form at like a theater or something Literally, I worked as an executive assistant at a camera rental house in Burbank. Oh, nice. And I've I've always wanted to do my own sketch group. You know, I did improv in college. I did the groundlings, all that jazz. Oh. And I was literally just talking to my favorite coworker. Mm. And he's like, you know, I'm a writer, director, editor, right? And it was literally like three of his friends my boyfriend, someone that I met through the Groundlings, and then we just decided to create a super team. Hell yeah, dude, that's great. Like, that, the best teams are formed that way because a lot of people don't get, mot that, that sounds like a lot of like self-motivated people. A lot of yes. people in those, in those instances don't get motivated unless there's some sort of clout, like, oh, well, I'm at this theater or like, oh, we're a yeah. house team. And just shut up. Just shut well, and it's also hard to be motivated too if we're not making your sketch. You Ooh, know what I mean? Good question. Good, or good, so, point, good point. Good point. So one thing that we decided to do as we're regrouping is incorporate what we call day players. So like oh. if you if you had a sketch and we liked your sketch, we would make it. You'd be in it, and then we could call it a day. You don't have to be like a committed member of the team. You know so. Mm. Yeah. yeah oh fun dude well that's cool that's exciting uh all right then and you also host the show uh witty titties and now yes. that is that is an all-female stand-up comedy show is that right yes so genesis created witty titties okay. uh and we have an open mic it's an all-female mic every tuesday at the nightcap okay. and so oh cool we, yeah so we've been doing that for a little while it's moved around but you can't keep a good mic down. So That's we're right. at the nightcap. And, where's, uh, where's the nightcap located? Is that North Hollywood? It's North Hollywood. It's on yeah. Burbank. Cool. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of by like Magnolia Park, but it's on Burbank right adjacent to it's it. It's kind of got, it's like, a, got like a secret location. It's super, it's like in this cute little alley, but then they're yeah. moving inside. It's very secret. There's not even a sign for it. Ooh. so if you're looking How for LA. alternative yeah alternative underground the hottest club is uh <laughs> la's hottest club is witty titties and so we've been doing the mic we just did our first like show show okay great and so we're putting the lineup together for our second show in october and then we're trying to find the right venue for us the right lineup we literally just got done 
with the meeting a few minutes ago, or I guess when you hear this last month. <laughs> right, right, right. Our, uh, okay, so are men allowed anywhere near this show? Absolutely. I okay. mean, we have a lot of male supporters. I mean, having strong allies is how we get things done. We are, we are very supportive of the men that support us. Only women get stage time or femme identifying comics. But um, yes, we are going to charge you double on drinks though. So I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Man, the guys, where do the guys get it good? Like guys never get it good. Like when, when I grew up, I think this has since been outlawed, but there would be some like bars and clubs that would charge cover and some bars were 21 yes. and up, 21 and up for men, 18 and up for women, which is yes. gross. Yes. And some places would charge, dude, you've got to hear this. Some places would charge cover for men and not for women. And yes. some, some places, this place called Latitudes in Orlando would give three for one drink specials to women. Three, three for one. Three. I hope you brought girlfriends because if not. Yeah, if not, I'm going broke. So like, did you have any of this? Well, we'll get into your, your yes. hometown. Um, oh, yeah. In fact, let's get into it right now. Uh, let's do it. Amanda Fritz, tell me about your hometown of Sacramento, California and what the drink specials were. Sacramento, the capital city. It really Uh, is. Believe it or not, we have a huge craft beer culture. Everywhere does. That means nothing. That's oh, we are (laughs) we are we're so (laughs) snobby about our beers. I really which yes, we're so snobby. Like it's crazy. We have so many little like craft beer companies. We're at Craft Beer City. I think it's because we're right by like Portland and SoCal. I don't know. But uh, the drinks that I always had growing up was disgusting IPAs. I love them now. But growing up, it was like, you got to try this IPA. It took you you a while to get used to it. Took me a while to get used to it. Uh, So there's always these little microbreweries. And then maybe it was just my group of friends. But we were a flavored vodka type of community i would do that i would do that um we used to throw these house parties where you know like the five gallon water jugs that go on like the water cooler yeah we would make swamp juice i don't know if you've you've probably heard of it oh so that's what you call it we call it like jungle juice or um party juice i don't know a lot of gross names for it we called it swamp juice because it was UV blue, blue Gatorade, and Ooh. the Sunny D, which gave it this like green opaque flavor, and then a bunch of Sprite and uh, Tylenol for the hangover. So <laughs> Wait, you would put Tylenol in the drink? A couple of times you would crush them and put it in there. <laughs> Dude, oh my God. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, wow. It was bad. <laughs> okay, so hold on. So, okay, so your beer snobs. What is it about? So first off, when you talk about like chicks that are hanging around breweries, there's some like pretty down to earth men and women, like, you know, chicks and dudes that like hang out at breweries. Was that the, like, from my experience, was that the vibe that you guys had up there or were they a bunch of like uptight people or your quintessential brewery people? Because when you go to a brewery, you're like, yeah, it's going to be laid back, bring your dog, bring your little kid, whatever. Yeah, it's very laid back. It's very bring your dog. It's very, I just got off work. Right. 
uh, I'm like meeting friends or whatever, whatever. It's very laid back because I mean, yeah, like the city of Sacramento is a city, but NorCal and all around it is very cow town. It's still very like rural, rural, the rural, but it's still very like, it's still, it's still very country. Like there's a lot of like, I don't know, a lot of like guys with trucks is the mm. only way I could put it. Yeah. So a lot of dudes, we we're talking about Halloween costumes before we got on air and you gave me the idea to do a uh, sexy ghost, which is just yes. put, a, put a sheet over my, my entire body, then wear a bikini, which uh, I'll probably do. Uh, but yes. a lot, so a lot of dudes that, you know, you grew up with that yeah. said no to being Wayne and Garth, uh, your mm-hmm. ideal Halloween costume were like truck dudes and like yeah. you know, big like F-150s. We yes, we used to we used to throw these things called white trash parties. Okay. Did you have to dress up much or that was just yes. who was there? Yes. No, it was a theme. <laughs> you we could only because like again, we're such beer snobs that we were like, ah, you're gonna drink Bud Light. Gross. We would drink PBR, <laughs> Bud, shots of like cheap tequila and you had to wear plaid some sort of jean cut off yeah a shitty hat and it would always be like in someone's backyard with a huge bonfire and yeah. like do- dogs that weren't theirs like it's so weird <laughs> couple it's- loose dogs that's what, okay so the, the exact same thing except loose would, dogs <laughs> yeah yeah but it's swampland so you've got loose yeah. dogs we've got a couple alligators some some yes. wildlife tons of mosquitoes we've yes. got a bonfire that we're we're two one time i got so close to the bonfire and like this was my everyday outfit i would wear cargo shorts or ripped jeans and then flip-flops yes no socks ever uh, unless it was required by the restaurant and even then i'm not eating with <laughs> I'm not eating with my feet. Come on, you know, just don't look down, pal. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, maybe a t-shirt or like a polo shirt or like some something, something that looked close to like a, a school uniform. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I got so close to this bonfire one time that like the rubber was melting on my <gasps> flip flops just because the mosquitoes wouldn't bite me there. And also, did you know that mosquitoes are attracted to people that have been drinking? Really? Yeah, if you've been drinking. Oh, because your blood sugar? Listen, I don't do, I, you know. I'm you, not a scientist. Ask, ask Harvard. Yeah, I'm not a scientist. I just, yeah. I just re- report the news, ma'am. Don't kill the messenger. Um, I, I one time uh, was lighting a cigarette. Ooh, bad girl. I know, which I don't advocate. Don't smoke ever. Which is then this is this is the story of why I don't smoke anymore. I oh, was, okay. I was at a uh, white trash party. Right. And, and again, you say white trash like it was a theme. It sounds to me like you didn't have to try too hard. <laughs> I've talked to people that are from the Midwest, and they're like, "That's just a party." I don't know why you're <laughs> putting this title in front of it. <laughs> We're a lot closer. I mean, you know, the more people listen to this podcast to realize, you know, at all, all corners of the earth, we're a lot closer than we think we are. Anyhow, so you're lighting, lighting we're the all cigarette. Similar. Oh yeah. Happened. And I remember it was a, it was a stove that was in the backyard, but oh, still yeah. worked. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was a gas stove. So I was trying to light my cigarette oh. off the flame and my bangs went from behind my ear, just right into the flame <clears> and just, just a quick little 
And so I uh, put my big girl panties on. I went and just trimmed up my bangs really quick. Mm. And the only person that noticed was my best friend who drove me there. And she goes, why do you look a little bit better now? <laughs> that is... <laughs> that's the kind of moral support you need in a best friend before but now (laughs) oh my goodness that's terrifying oh it was so it was so bad that's what turned you off from smoking it was it scared me straight no way no, I didn't at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> the parties sound fun. And yeah, the beer sounds cool. Though you mentioned PBR. That's not a craft beer. Come on, give me a break. No, that was why it was the white trash party beer. Oh. Because okay. it wasn't, it wasn't like from a local friend of a friend's brewery. Was it made with like hibiscus and like blood orange? Like so weird. Growing up around those people and being on in that uh craft beer scene in Sacramento. Why is it that for the last, I guess, six, seven years, maybe a little less lately, but over the six, last six, seven years, everyone's tried to do like a triple IPA. It's like a huge pissing contest between breweries. Like, why is it? Because I, I feel, I see the same pattern in weed. It's just like, yes, there's, there's like so much THC that it's, it's unenjoyable. Right. And there's, yeah. there's so many hops in this beer. It's unenjoyable. Like they, they, they only thought about if they could do it, not if they should do it. You know, like why? Jeff Goldblum, Jurassic Park, great reference. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. That's I. I really think it's just like another moon race. It's just to see who can do it first. <laughs> because I do you remember when I think it was Sam Adams Rebel IPA was like the first like double IPA. I don't know if that's correct, but I remember it was the first commercially yes. uh, promoted. Yes. Yes. It was the first like big name double IPA. And it was mm. like, we did it guys. And I'm like, this is abrasive. <laughs> like, it took me years to get used to that beer. And it was like a personal thing of being like, I love IPAs. So I have to like force myself to like this beer. It, it, it's, it's so weird. It's such a weird, it's like, why? Somal- I don't know. It's like sommeliers are for wine. Right. And I really do think that there is like a parallel beer culture of mm-hmm. like, of like, well, can you taste the honey and oat undertone of this blonde ale? It's like, <laughs> just drink it. Like, I you know, know what I find myself rating? I, I do find myself rating beers or wines the same. Like, you know, if I go out or I have a beer, people are like, oh, how is that? I'm like, I like to say this is drinkable or not drinkable. <laughs> There's alcohol in it. Yeah, exactly. Or I say, what What do I, what are like the safe, the safe things to say? This is what I'll say. And then I want to hear what, what you have to mm-hmm. say as an expert, but I'll say it's very drinkable. It's very fruit forward mm-hmm. or it's, uh, it's very dry or not mm. dry. What, yeah. What, what would you say to uh, your fellow beer, sn- beer snob? I would say it's very hoppy or hoppy. yeasty. Oh, yeasty. Ugh. Which is the, I know. I don't like my that. favorite thing to say on a date it's very yeasty you want to try it and they're uh. like we'll, on a we're date gonna, we're gonna split it yeah <laughs> be like uh what uh, uh, oh boy uh, or, uh, uh, no, no. i'm ordering drinks for him because that's how i i'm just kidding uh, uh let me tell you wait let, let me pause you 
you're you're super cool and we've met uh, you know we've hung out a few times and you know i've seen you perform or whatever but i also i know very very little about you but i know you're cool because number one you have this great joke about uh having your boyfriend make you dinner every night <laughs> and number two there's something cool about a chick that dyes her hair pink and is so badass that her boyfriend also dyes his hair to pink <laughs> yes. to match. Yes. I'm like, that chick's a boss, dude. Like, <laughs> what? Like, I'm getting in line. I kept asking him, like, are you sure? Are you sure? Because at first he just wanted me to bleach it. Yeah. And then he's like, I think I want to go pink too. And I'm like, are we going to be... <laughs> Yeah. Are we going to be the power pink couple? Oh, <laughs> it's so great. Thank you. He tied you. his cart to, to your train and uh, uh, yeah, he's going. So yeah, like, yeah, you're going to die. I could see it. You're going to make me dinner. You're going to dye your hair pink. You're going to sit yeah. down when you pee on the toilet. You know? Yeah. You're going to be Garth. I'm going to be Wayne and no one's going to question it at all. And you guessed it. As soon as I said we were Wayne and Garth, you were like, well, clearly you're the Wayne. Like yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> your, your number one Halloween costume of all time, you said would be Wayne and Garth as yes. a couple, which is yes. great. And then, yeah, without hesitation, you definitely Wayne. Oh. Definitely. Without a question, Wayne. No um, one ever wanted to do it until I met him. And he's from Wisconsin, ooh. another pretentious beer state. That's right. So we'll sit there and be the most annoying, <laughs> pretentious, like, do you smell this? I don't smell the toasty butter notes in this. Do you oh, smell no. it? Oh, this is very, <laughs> mm, the mouth feel. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then I, yeah. What if I'm sitting there and I'm like, we're at Harry Potter world. This is butter yeah. beer. <laughs> this is butter beer. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah so you're ordering okay so other than like the beer and stuff like that you said you would do flavored vodka you and your friends would like when you would like let loose to go to the club or go crazy you do flavored vodka i want to hear about that but i remember back in the day you just sparked my memory where in orlando we would do uh three olives was so popular then that some bars would have every flavor of three olives vodka it would go from regular to cotton candy to lemon to grapefruit to mm. grape and you know if you were really confused like also you know if you're really confused you would have a hard time distinguishing between grapefruit and grape yeah <laughs> grape is a fruit and you know maybe you've never heard that anyhow uh there was one vodka flavor from three olives that we would always get or we would always get excited about it it was called dude and it was just D-U-D-E, dude. And it was... <laughs> I don't want to taste that. That's the right, opposite yeah. of what I want. That's <laughs> well, literally the opposite. Your beer's yeasty. Mine tastes like dude. Let's switch. <laughs> let's fucking... Listen, what if you're a buy drinker and you like the taste of both? Yeah. Like, you what? <laughs> don't discriminate. Don't discriminate. Listen, my sexuality, I'll drink any flavor. That's what <laughs> I identify as. Exactly. My drink, my choice. Uh, so... <laughs> So yeah, this would be called Dude. And it was, I mean, you don't even know what it is. And like, it's all, all already awful, but it uh, it would uh, supposed to be the flavor of Mountain Dew. Yeah. Oh. Interesting, oh. right? Like, so like, yeah. Like staying up too late to play video games, prepubescent boy flavor? Yeah. The yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, 
it's like flat it would be flat mountain dew with alcohol in it essentially oh that's so weird yeah it was just so bizarre and obviously nobody drank it i was like i want to try that i'm having a really hard time recalling the taste of original mountain dew and not code Mm. red or like what's the blue one uh the blue the, mountain dew i think I, the official name is just the blue one the blue one yeah the, i'm the like what one. is original mountain dew t- i'm i can only think of code red from red. what is it like del taco or whatever Ugh. yes taco bell and, taco and then bell. they have like baja blast the baja what is, blast what does mountain dew taste like i don't know I, I think the fact that you can't recall what mountain dew tastes like is a chemicals it, yeah well the fact that you can't recall what mountain dew tastes like is evidence that you had a good childhood yeah in some way <laughs> sacramento's the farm to fort capital they were like drink water out of the hose and go play outside like that was <laughs> uh so yeah so what what kind of like flavored vodka would you would you dabble in i was not really much of a drinker but mm-hmm. my friends would always order and i remember distinctly when smirnoff whipped came out Oh my God, what? And it was, my friend went through a breakup and she brought over, we were having a party and she brought over a whole bottle of Smirnoff whipped. And what is that? What is Smirnoff whipped? It's, it's literally Smirnoff that is uh, flavored to taste like whipped cream (laughs) and marshmallows. And it's really like creamy. Oh my Uh, God. And we started off making like these fancy little cocktails. And then Mm -hmm. by the end we were just taking warm shots Mm-hmm. of cream flavored vodka and that was just that was the pre-game thing as we'd always wow. roll up to the bar right on our street in downtown someone would pop their trunk and it would be fireball Oof. some watermelon or strawberry flavored vodka and we'd all sit there like little parking lot gremlins and we take <laughs> these warm shots from this bottle that's been rolling around in her trunk and that's and we'd pregame <laughs> right there in the parking lot and then we would go get free drinks at like faces or whatever like the name of the bar was faces yeah that was like the big it was like the only gay club in downtown sacramento when i was there it was faces faces and i remember watching dolly parton's sister perform oh my god and like you what almost a get could, you couldn't hear her over the sounds of the fans like <laughs> <laughs> is she the wow dolly parton's sister i mean that yes. says so many questions is i know is she the antithesis of Dolly? Is she a mirror image of Dolly? What what is she? What is she? Is she doing covers? You know what? She this is perfectly it. She's Dolly Parton on dark mode. Oh, because she looks exactly like Dolly Parton's evil twin. She looks oh. exactly like her. Sounds exactly like her. But she's like black rhinestones. Whoa. And I just remember thinking is this her sister or is this a cheap impersonator that we hired <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i could see yeah. that my goodness so okay so <sighs> would, would a lot of your nights out in sacramento you said you'd go downtown but would you go to like shows and like would there be some sort of like form of entertainment or would you just go out to like dance because in florida there's nothing like yeah in florida <clears throat> you you realize that you know, you celebrate with alcohol, you commiserate with alcohol. And mm-hmm. if nothing's happening, 
you get some alcohol, <laughs> you know, and you know, the weather's the same year round. So yeah, you know, it just, everything kind of blends in and you get a little more creative. Uh, we're, yeah. we're most of your nights out, you know, to a show to see some entertainment or to just, you know, hang out at the bar brewery games. It was usually to hang out. I remember the first apartment I lived in, it was right by a bar called the glass turtle. And these are great names, by the right? way. Right. Very also, creative up there. I also found out that the glass turtle is where my dad used to drink. Wow. That's how small town it was. In Sacramento. It was a little suburb about 20 minutes north of the city, about half an hour north of the city called Roseville. Okay. And we would go to the glass turtle and uh, the brother that owned the bar owned a hookah bar. And so we would go to the hookah bar in the, in the glass turtle and they always had live music. I noticed that that was a thing when I go home, a lot of the bars have live music. They like clear out like the back corner of the bar. And it's always like someone's older brother and their college friends are playing covers. Yeah. It's so like, yeah. So we'd always go and uh, just go listen to music and then usually bar hop. It was crazy. Nice. Oh my gosh. How fun. Yeah. When you go, when you have a bar name that is the glass turtle, glass turtle, or like interesting, you don't just call it the bar. It's like, I'm going to the glass turtle. Oh my God. Uh, What's that? You know, there was, we had the boxing donkey. These are all bar names. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Boxing donkey faces. The owl Owl club. Owl club. Yeah. And then we had one called the opera house. Oh, is that also gay? <laughs> it's super gay. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't it know. was it was like it was it was actually right next to the gay bar because there was like the owl club, which was like all mirrors and neon and ecstasy. Yes. And then course. next door, it was an old western two-story saloon. Called the opera. Called the opera house. Wow. And uh, although I just remember uh it was sort of like Saddle Ranch here in LA. Mm-hmm. Everyone had to wear like jeans and plaid and boots and stuff. And I remember right. they'd always greet the table with howdy. And I'd be like, you don't got to do that for me. <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't gotta do that. We're good. There was like a big, uh, it's, it's so interesting. Cause I lived in downtown Cape Coral where I grew up in Cape Coral, but then I also lived in downtown Orlando and in Orlando, it was interesting. Cause there's a place called latitudes and it was four Ooh. bars, four bars, stacked on top of each other with different themes the bottom theme would be like uh you know uh essentially a mardi gras type of a daiquiri situation second floor would be more divey sportsy third Mm. floor is uh, a little more upscale and then there'd be like a rooftop tiki bar but across the street from that was club paris and club (laughs) yeah and yeah right it's not it's i guarantee whatever you're thinking it's not this paris hilton opened up her own nightclub there stop yeah and it was open for like 12 months and then closed so you've got abandoned an alcoholic mega complex yes Across the street from uh, that's hot the bar. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and the promo. I worked for, as a flyer guy, like as to get in free to these places, and like you know, as a job through college. And the company was called What's Hot. Yes, but of without course. the apostrophe. So just <sighs> what's hot? Yeah, what's hot? What's hot? What's hot? What's, what's hot? hot? What's hot? Hey. And Did he used make- to say, 
Wait, what was your question? I was going to say, did they make you wear a uniform? Because I just imagine you with like a long blonde wig and like a little pink crop. And you're like, do you want to know what's hot? What's hot? What's hot? Uh, no. Well, two things. I'll answer your question. But first, the kid that ran it is this kid named uh, Chris. His nickname was Biggins. So Chris Biggins. <laughs> I know. And he was a rugby player. And he he used to say, because <laughs> it, it was in a cot like we were promoting like college kids essentially because they wanted to come out and he he would say before uh, or before 5 p.m it's what you know after 5 p.m it's who you know <laughs> oh my god and he would say that with a straight face and i would just be like i would buy in because every because also every job that i was into that i worked at i've been like super into it like almost like yeah. i owned the place uh which <laughs> is it's really taxing on you uh i didn't have to wear a uniform we would it would be really nice like on thursday nights we, he would bring us out to like sushi would have like a big sushi dinner which was really cool and then one time i was flyering in this parking lot and i would i wouldn't put um the flyers the physical flyers which would almost always have a typo like one time <laughs> one time always i mean the the company is called what's hot and they didn't have a parentheses in what's so just it's not what is hot. It's just what's hot. Like they invented a word and it's just so, all grammar errors. <laughs> yeah. One time it, we were promoting this block party and he forgot to put the date on the uh, flyer. And these are 6,000 flyers. Well, listen, if you know, you know, okay. <laughs> Fucking if you don't know, <laughs> if you know, you know, fine. If you guess, then I guess you might know. I don't know. Just, <laughs> just stay here and camp out. But I was flying. I was flying uh, at this uh, LA Fitness slash um, uh, like strip mall or whatever. And by the way, there was a bunch of random stuff. So I'm talking about latitudes. I'm talking about uh, Club Paris. I'm talking about the Celt, which is this like uh, Scottish Irish soccer bar. Then there's oh. this place called the Friendly Confines, where they give you a, a cup and it's nickel beer night. So you fill up your beer for what? Yeah. And like so that. all these like random places, but I was in this parking lot of the LA fitness and the, uh, what's it called? Friendly confines, Chicago style bar or whatever. Uh, and then uh, there's a bunch of other places in the strip mall and I was flyering and this cop was like, Hey, wh what are you doing over there? And I, I was like, nothing. And then I ran the other way. <laughs> Fuck like, oh. yeah, I was like, what am I doing? You know, what am I doing for $12 an hour? Like running from the cops. And then I, and then I, you know, I had, I had too much integrity to just dump the flyers after I'd been made. So I kept handing them out and then two cops came and they, I was like, God damn it. <clears throat> and I gave them a fake name and then they started to run it. And I was like, Oh man, I need to run right oh, away. No. And then I was just like, all right, uh... this, my real name's Peter. It's not uh, Jake Martin. For some reason, Jake Martin was always the fake name. I Did would you use. start crying? That always helps me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that wouldn't have helped me. But also yeah. in the police report, it was just like a, a citation or something. But under aliases, they wrote Jake Martin. <laughs> <laughs> just be on the lookout for this guy. Uh, There's a but guy, no. Jake Martin, out there. He's like, why do I have a warrant in Florida? What my is going friend, on? <laughs> so what's in? Oh my God! Listen to this. Listen to unfortunate in unfortunate names news. I'm down. Uh, my friend's last name is Null N U L L, and because of this, he has a lot of reservations on hotels 
and restaurants no. deleted. How unfortunate is that? How no. terrible! No, that's like basically being like, my name is Megan Void, Boy. And, and I never <laughs> expect to have a table. <laughs> yes, or if oh my gosh, yeah, or if your your car doesn't have a license plate and the cop just fills out blank. And, you know, imagine if like someone has like a vanity license plate that says blank. Oh. I went to school with a guy named Michael Butts. B-U-T-T-S. Yeah. And I went to school with him all throughout my high school, like elementary, middle school, high school. And he was so self-conscious of it until high school, sophomore year, he decides to run for president and his poster is everybody likes butts. Yes. Did he win? Talk about self-love. Yes, of course he wins. Everyone likes butts. Everyone likes butts. He had no, he had no policies. Uh, but he figured it out. That's incredible. Yeah. And then Fritz, your last name, Fritz, that is what? What is that? So it's actually Italian. Okay. Which was shortened at Ellis Island. It was Fritangelo. Whoa, that is definitely Italian. Yeah, it was Fritangelo shortened to Fritz. And then so it's like, oh, so you're not German? Oh, I am German, but that's a whole other side of the family. So I just say Fritz is German. Let's less words is better. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Shut up. Stop talking to me. Sit on the toilet when you piss. Get out of here. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm trying to have a smoke. And they're like, we're inside. Uh yeah, Fritz is German. It's German. <laughs> is there is there uh before we get into our, our headline segment, were yeah. there was there a big consensus of you know, particular people, because in, in California, there are, you know, towns like Solvang that are, you know, post-World War II Dutch towns, mm-hmm. you know, in, in where, where you grew up, was there a particular, you know, type of person? Was it like full of Germans? Was it full of Italians? Was it full oh, of Chinese people? What? Our primary demographic, mm. uh, which I've looked at the census, yeah. and we even had a whole thing about it in the, in the yearbook, we were primarily uh, Russian-Ukrainian. Whoa. And Filipino because, yeah, because uh, in like, again, Northern Sacramento, where I'm from in the suburbs, they had these huge mega complex churches. So people want to be involved in their church and their religion. So then whole families would like migrate to these areas. So we had a huge Russian, Ukrainian, Filipino demographic. Wow. Um, which was great if you ever needed your car fixed. Like I, <laughs> I had a, I had a Mercedes growing up, uh, which I bought from a friend. It was like literally like a six hundred dollar clunker. And oh, anytime nice. anything would go wrong with it, there'd be like six guys in my class. Like I could look at that for you. Like I know like, somebody. Yeah, giant Russian guys that yeah, are like, you know, have muscles the size of your whole body. Like huge. five of them lift the car up, and then one yeah. just like looks underneath it. Like oh yeah, you need a new ulteriorator. You and I'm like, I thought you taught here. Like you're huge. Like <laughs> you're still going to school here. This is crazy. Um, and then, so I have my high school reunion next year and someone was talking about, have you ever noticed how so many people in our graduating class are nurses now? And then like the student body president who's like Filipino is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. It's- oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're all Filipino. Yes. That's amazing. 
yeah so it was it was it was fun it was a really it was a really good mix would that make for any interesting hybrid food uh oh yeah places oh yeah we had like i mean not russian ukrainian no offense but right, i don't right. like food that's been boiled uh right they have some really good like deli food oh, okay but i remember oh yeah Sure. Well, I, I remember in downtown Sacramento, it was the first time I'd ever seen a food truck. Mm-hmm. We had food truck festivals in like the early 2000s. And there would be all these really cool Filipino hybrid food trucks. Ooh. And, you know, we also had like a big Hispanic community, you know, okay. like a couple streets over or whatever. But like the first food trucks I ever saw were like Filipino hybrid like you know what we've just been catering our family's birthday parties enough to where we're going to put our money together and make it a business (laughs) that's wonderful that's a beautiful thing in florida uh similarly when food trucks food trucks were popping off there'd be a food truck bazaar and the only (laughs) the only hybrid that i remember was just american trash hybrid where i was introduced to the luther vandross burger which is a cheeseburger a double cheeseburger and instead of a bun it's two glazed donuts Oh my God. Yeah. You, uh, you, you get your, you order that and then they give you a, a, a chainsaw to just cut your foot off. From diabetes. It comes with an insulin shot. <laughs> and it comes with, uh, it comes with only left shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're going to need. That's all you're going to need. Uh, oh my all God. right. Well, a little insight to the people there. Let's uh, go to the news. This is uh, every, everybody's favorite segment we're gonna to go to headlines Do-do-do. all right no i love this good stinger uh all right so <clears throat> i'm gonna read a headline and we're gonna turn you're gonna guess whether it was from florida or from california in okay. the first round after i read the headline you'll say why this happened in california then i'll say well this had to ha- have happened in florida then you'll argue why there's no way this could have happened in california and i'll argue why it couldn't have happened in florida and then you will guess now amanda if you guess correctly or incorrectly we've got to have some stakes on this what would uh, okay. what, what should we wager what is there to wager um ah uh, we could wear something silly to a mic or a show Or I have to post something silly. Oh, an Instagram post. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So a silly, okay. Loser. So if you guess, okay. So if you win, you're guessing correctly. But if you're guessing incorrectly, uh, I would lose. uh, Or you would lose. So how about, uh, what's on your mind? Do you have any thoughts? Do you have any ideas? Well, because I know... You host a lot of the open mics that I go to. I would have to wear or say something silly on stage about how I'm a loser and Florida is better than California, (laughs) which would hurt me to say in a public setting, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Or I have to wear something silly. I don't know. Okay. How about this? (laughs) Uh, Okay. If you lose, you have to... Uh, one, it's two things, two parts. If you lose, you have to <laughs> one, go on stage and praise Florida in some way. <laughs> okay. And two, you have to go out all night with uh, a shirt with two popped collars. 
<laughs> and you can't say anything about it. You can't say anything about it. <laughs> you can't you can't say you lost a bet. You just have to say like, I like this. I like no, this. I'm in a fraternity. I like this. This is <laughs> mm, Kappa Delta Gamma. No, I like it. All right. I have to go find two pop. I've got to find two collared shirts. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then okay. okay. And then if I Okay, but if you get it right, then I lose. So then what are the, what are the, what happens then? You have to say that California is superior. Okay. Uh, and praise California. Um, actually, no, we already know this. I, I want an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression as the governor. <laughs> On stage? Yeah, not at your show, but like a mic or something. Perfect. Okay, great. My favorite California governor is Arnold. Uh, <laughs> is he? No, but. <laughs> okay. God, no. Uh, for the memes, yes. But. Oh, sure. And then you have to wear. Oh, man. Oh, boy. I have a pink Golden Girls shirt. Great. <laughs> Okay, Arnold impression and then Golden Girls shirt. Yeah, because they were they lived in Florida. That's sort of like a, a win-lose, you know? <laughs> I think that might be the most successful entity to ever come out of Florida. Yeah. And so appropriate. Yeah. Okay, sounds like a win-win for me, but here we go. <laughs> and this is honestly, this is so harmless and lovely. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I'm happy to see this, see, to argue this news article. Okay. Uh, news article headline is tree planted in pothole in middle of road. Uh, someone in uh, either it's a California or Florida neighborhood took matters into their own hands, planting a banana tree in a large pothole in the middle of a road. Uh, last week, man named Brian Raymond planted the tree in a stubborn pothole uh, along the uh, along a street in his neighborhood. Okay, so this guy saw a pothole, it was mm -hmm. not being tended to, and he decided to just plant a banana tree in the middle of it. Okay, why do you think this happened in California? Because that is some passive aggressive hippie shit we are super <laughs> down for. Sacramento is the city of trees. So of course they'd be like, I'm gonna create new life where there was none. Like is that. it really the city of trees? It is Sacramento is, yeah. Oh wow, that's interesting. And yeah. And so are there, yeah, there, I mean, there are a lot of passive aggressive people on, on the West Coast here, but even in Sacramento. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> It sounds like oh, especially yeah. in Sacramento. It's like everyone who used to live in the Bay Area and then retired moved north to Sacramento. So we have like the meanest, like previous Berkeley professors that are like, hey, you can't tell me. It's yeah. So that is some passive aggressive former hippie shit. It's like hippie yuppie. Yes. People. But a banana tree throws me off. Oh. I feel okay, like so they you would, think, yeah. I feel, I mean, maybe it's just my friends that we would totally put a pot plant in there. It's yeah, like but a doesn't little that, indica. True. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Little indica, chill. Doesn't it require, doesn't, don't like pot plants require more attention though? For sure. They do. You wouldn't be able yes. to like put it in, it'd be almost a waste. Uh, yeah. 
Okay. Why do I think this happened in Florida? I think um, because it's like kids doing their first prank. It seems like, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, guess what, man? <laughs> I got I, I I planted a banana tree in the middle of the road. Oh, dude, you're so bad. And then, of course, it leads to, you know, uh, other pranks where, you know, oh, there's a cop. Grab his gun. <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's just the next step in Florida. We don't take steps. We take elevators. <laughs> we take we take elevators. Oh, my God. Grab his gun. <laughs> Yeah, oh that's God. a Florida prank. Florida pranks are grab a cop's gun or plant a tree in the middle of the road. I just imagine someone sitting under the banana tree and like throwing the peels into traffic. Yes. And you just hear like, <laughs> and they're like, that that's true. And, <laughs> and this tree is already in the middle of the street. So, you yeah. know, cars are spinning out everywhere. Uh, okay, so Amanda, why do you think that there's no way that this happened in California. Again, the banana thing throws me off. I've never seen anyone with a banana tree, A, that was accessible, <laughs> that okay. they had. Unless by banana tree, you mean a regular tree that I have duct tape bananas to, <laughs> which would be even funnier if it was like plastic wax fruit. Uh, yes. I think there's, I think there's no way that we would use a banana tree. It would be like, I don't know, like some shitty spruce or like a fern or something. I don't know. Yeah. So I hate, I hate to, uh, piggyback on your reasoning, but I agree, you know, Florida citrus state, you know, even oh. you know, or we would do oranges. We would do even <laughs> limes or lemons. Florida pride. <laughs> I don't, Amanda, I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot. Okay? Like, we are the citrus state and I will not. A banana? Kevin, what are you doing? I don't have a lot. I've got a, an old ass sitcom, The Golden Girls, that didn't even film in Florida. I've got <laughs> orange juice. Come on. And not OJ, because that's back to us, baby. <laughs> The juice, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we would do, I mean, frankly, we would be, do an orange tree, of course, because there's so many. To be fair, you've got the superior Disneyland, so. Oh, fascinating. Disney World versus you, Disneyland. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. If you really need to cling on to something, you've got that. Yeah. That's it. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, uh, Disney World versus Disneyland, I, I like Disney. I prefer Disneyland, I'll be honest, because it's seasonal. It's more fun. And it's, oh, it's, it's more manageable. True. It's overwhelming if you're going to all the Disney World uh, parks. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. Um, though Epcot can be fun if you're looking to just walk or walk, walk uh, 50 feet, sit down and drink a beer. That's, you know, See, and then learn that's something. That's my vibe. I like okay. that. I've okay. never been. I just said it to make you feel better. Go. Oh, thank you. Go to, <laughs> but, thank you. That's really nice of you. <laughs> go to, yeah, go to Epcot, man. Go to, yeah. go to Florida. Uh, okay, so Amanda, Citrus. here we are. What what do you think? What, where do you think it is? What's your reasoning behind your choice? And where do you think this news headline happened? I'm still hung up on the banana thing. Mm -hmm. Although it does, I must acknowledge that, uh, you know, while California probably produces the most hippies, they're mm -hmm. not only indigenous to our state. 
So I think this is a Florida headline because of the banana tree. It's really throwing me for a loop. Fascinating. Okay. Uh, Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. All right, Amanda, this, let me read this headline again. Bananas, colon. (laughs) (laughs) It's gone bananas. Bananas. Three dead. (laughs) (laughs) Three dead due to banana tree. Tree planted in pothole in middle of Florida road. Yes, this happened in Fort Myers, Florida, Southwest Florida, the 239, my my hometown. So uh, somebody decided, you know, there's a little pothole and in the middle of their street, they're going to plant a banana tree. So uh, you guessed correctly, which means I will be doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression and wearing your golden girl shirt. Is it is it a big shirt? Am I going to fit into it or is it very it's pretty big? It's pretty big. I think it's an XL okay. and it's like a really like high fashion. Oh, powder pink. <laughs> wow. Yes. Very tasteful. Very tasteful. I may or may not have been gifted that shirt for a uh, formal bridal shower because we, <laughs> we all wore matching shirts. So I love it. Yeah. I, not only will I wear it for a show, but uh, when I show up to the next Witty Titties show, I'll, <laughs> I'll wear it in the crowd. Well, yeah. we'll put you right in the front. We're like, tonight is sponsored by the state of Florida. Thank you so much. <laughs> Our special guest is uh, the fourth or I guess fifth golden girl. It's Peter. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to get you out of here on this. It's the final segment. One last thing. One good thing. What is, if I'm traveling to Sacramento, one thing uh, that I should equip myself with, one thing I should know, one thing I should check out. Uh, what's one thing you want to mention? One thing that you have to do when you are in Sacramento, specifically my hometown, which is Roseville Antelope, Mm -hmm. which is 20 minutes north. It is spooky season. It is fall season. You need to go to a place called Apple Hill. Apple Hill. As I mentioned, yes, Apple Hill is the shirt. So we also have Bishop's Pumpkin Farm, which is like one of the biggest pumpkin farms like in the state. And they're right next to each other. And it's the ultimate fall activity. Go to Bishop's, go to Apple Hill. They've got a corn maze, a sunflower maze. You can get apple pie. You can get your face painted. It's like everyone does their double date at Bishop's Pumpkin Farm. And it's like, yeah, it's like you pet the goats and and you buy the caramel apple and then you kiss in the corn maze. (laughs) And then you go to Apple Hill because, like, you know, Sacramento, it's like really rural, a lot of farmland. Mm-hmm. So Apple Hill is a street that connects like four or five different farms. It's wow. just like it's just one big street that connects these farms. And normally during the year, sure, fine. You can go get your like organic goat's milk cheese, you know, craft beer, which is a thing. Right. And Goat's milk craft beer? There's a there's a farm slash brewery. They have goats and they milk they make goat cheese and then they have their own craft beer. So you could go and buy like the most expensive pretentious charcuterie. Uh, oh, yes. it's it is so. If you don't take an Instagram picture, they charge you more. So, <laughs> but like during the fall, they like sh- turn it out and there's like carnivals and like wow. fairs and like live music and it's like that whole Northern part of the Valley just like comes to life in the fall. And it's like, I, 
I did their uh, how, like their version of like Halloween Horror Nights. It was a haunted corn maze. Yeah. Legitimately pissed myself on a date that I was on. <laughs> so. What was it that scared you? Was it like a skeleton or like somebody dressed as something? You're in like a tractor trailer or whatever. Like you're, you're all like in a big trailer and they're pulling you through and it's like super dark and they have, you know, actors that like pop out and stuff. <sighs> And I was sitting in the back of the trailer, cozied up next to this guy that was like way too hot for me to be dating. <laughs> I was like, this is already Great. not fair. <laughs> and this actor, this actor with a jack-o'-lantern head popped out and grabbed us. And I literally just screamed and just peed. Like, <laughs> ah, ah. I didn't tell anyone. I just tied my jacket around me. And they're like, why don't you wear your jacket? And I'm like, I'm not even cold. It's fine. Don't touch me. <laughs> like, <laughs> so actually, yeah, yeah, you're even more, you're going to get hypothermia in your vagina. <laughs> yes, I am just freezing head to toe. They're like, she won't wear her jacket, but she seems to be shivering. Also, have you noticed that smell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I had a really great time. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really great time. Jake fingered me. That's why it looks like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a compliment. You should be thrilled. You, this is all for you. Do you like this? Like, oh my God. That's yeah. why. Well, I'll check that out. I'll also, you know, uh, wear my rubber underwear uh, just Please. in case I pee myself. Yeah. And a bathing suit. Maybe wear a bathing suit. You know what? Oh, wh- why don't they make, so they make one pieces for women, right? Yeah. Uh, bathing suits. Why don't they make bathing suit pants for guys aren't like, those just board shorts board shorts but l- pants down to your ankle oh like a wetsuit but just the bottom half yeah and are there pockets of course did we just invent this oh my god it sounds great if anyone steals this idea from your podcast i'd be so mad <laughs> just cut me in man this if is you... brilliant yeah because then it's like pants. i'm hanging out at the beach I haven't fully committed to getting in the water. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Swim pants. Yeah. Or I'm covering up a tattoo. Yes. That I just got from the sun. Yes. Or you're at a beach wedding and you want to like be formal. Ooh. But have the option to swim. I'm going to create this new segment called Invent Something. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm going to take out all these patents on the laziest, craziest things. It's a I've tuxedo, but it's okay. made out of wetsuit material. I'm in. I'll right? buy a thousand right now. Right? We sell it exclusively to Hawaiian resorts that do weddings on the beach. And, and people in Florida that are in the path of a hurricane. Do you want to be fancy during your hurricane party? Was that you who was telling us on stage what a hurricane party was? And I'm like, this sounds so unsafe. It's real. It's real. And is it safe? No, there's nothing safe about it. There's a hurricane, uh, you know, coming towards you. And you're also drinking as much as you possibly can. Oh my God. You're drinking everything. You're drinking PBR. You're drinking the jungle juice. You're drinking the, you know, dude. And why not be dressed up for that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why not look fancy? Why not bring a fancy? date, bring a date to the hurricane party. It's always <laughs> more fun. Amanda, you've been a real treat. Thanks for bringing us to Sacramento. Uh, before we end this 
show, I got to thank my production team of Mike, Gina, Justin Collier, Kelvin, Don, Peter, Lauren S., Shane, Matt Ashton, Matt Pabian, and Chris McLeod. Amanda, you've been a real treat. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Uh, everybody, please go check out those shows and check out Amanda online. Anything else to add before uh, we, we, we say goodbye? Uh, West Coast, best coast. Uh, <laughs> but thanks for having me. Thank you so much. This was great. This was great. That's Amanda Fritz. I'm your host, Peter Murphy. Floridians, thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next time. Bye.